discovered four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Three, two, one, zero, zero, Hello world, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Gadget Cast. My name is Gregory McFadden, joined always by the man himself, Travis MCP. Space travel. Space travel. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone is enjoying their week. We are back for another episode of Gadget Cast, and man, we have a lot to talk about. It may seem like there's not a lot of news, but there's always a little something we can entertain you with. We definitely have some things to entertain you with. It, Let me tell you something. I got something that I'm definitely going to share in a little bit. It is the quiet before the storm, I feel like. We're in like the little lull period, but I think in the next couple of weeks is going to be jam-packed with a ton of stuff to talk about. So the storm mm. is coming. Uh, I like, you know, when we made that intro, I see a lot of people are liking that new intro, which, which we really thank you for that. Uh, we're, we're glad you like it. Uh, but when we initially, you know, when Travis and I were discussing the intro and stuff like that, um, we said we would like fade it out before it really got to the space travel part and maybe do that for the end. But I do enjoy space travel. Like I enjoy hearing that so much that I've been just letting it play, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should fade it sooner because it is kind of long and then it cuts uh into Travis, you know? I don't know. I, what do you guys think? Tell us in the chat. Tell us in uh, emails and tweets and everything during the rest of the week. We'd love to hear from you. Is space travel something that you need to, yeah. to be a part of? Actually, interestingly enough, that might be something that uh, people who watch on YouTube will see something for yeah. in a week. So well, we, got, we, got, we got a pretty nice show. We're going to talk about the Xbox Series X event where they shut off some games. We're going to be talking about Intel dropping the ball on their chips, delaying them again. And AMD's rise, they're continuing, I mean, rise in, let's talk about it, the rise. And, you know, some other stuff maybe we'll get to, I don't know, there's some other stuff. I, you know, there's we, actually, we might, might want to cut off some stuff from this right show. Right off the bat. Hmm. There's something I want to get to hmm. right off at the no, beginning. I, I think because we skipped I think that. It's some, I think we skipped that. I, I think it's before, important. Before you get into that, I just want to okay. also mention, uh, Travis and I, before the show started, we were talking, we now have access to memberships. This would be a live stream only uh, benefit. If you're listening to the audio podcast, you really don't have to worry about it. But uh, in the live stream and stuff, we have membership options on our YouTube channel now, and we can do a couple different tiers and stuff like that. Uh, we would like to know from you some feedback. If we did explore this membership option, uh, we want, if we're going to do it, we want to actually make it a value for the people watching it. We just don't want the, we just don't want money from it. We actually want to give you guys more content. So let us know in either a chat or send us an email. Uh, it should be in the description. Leave us a voicemail. We have voicemail. I always forget about that. But uh, let us know. What do you think we should do with these membership options? And what kind of exclusive content would you be willing to honestly pay for and stuff like that? So let us know and we'll try and make it happen. Yeah, we should have those next week available to all of y'all. There's going to be special um, emotes and stuff too. It's, it's going to be fun. Yes. It's going to be fun for sure. But let us know like what you guys want because we really we want to serve the fans. You know, it's, it's for you guys. So let us know. Yeah, I mean, we could just put a bunch of garbage out there, but we don't want that. So definitely want uh, to make sure you guys have a part in that. So definitely let us know. 
either by tweeting or emailing us and, emails in the uh, yeah. show notes. People are saying, where's the membership link? It's not live yet because we, we really want to make it worthwhile. So we're still we're still stewing on it. We just didn't go and rush and enable it like I want it to to take all. No, uh, no, we really want to bring you guys value. So l just let us know. Give us feedback what you'd like to see. We want to try and make it uh, as uh, valuable as po as as valuable as we can, whether that's I mean, just throwing out ideas there. Maybe like a once a month exclusive live stream, uh, Q and A's, uh, maybe like exclusive videos, topics we could discuss, all, all that sort of stuff. So uh, let us know through those feedback outlets. So yeah, um, so let's get right into some stuff. I definitely want to talk about the Xbox stuff and all the other stuff. But more importantly than that, ladies and gentlemen, last night, if you are on YouTube, you know about Saturday Night Tech Fights. If you do not know, it is a really cool concept by a young guy. Tech King Mike, where he allows creators of all sizes to come in and do a debate. Last night, the ultimate question came up. And this is a little bit weird. The question was, Greg or Travis? It's a versus. So it's Greg or you had to argue Greg versus Travis. Now, here's the funny thing. Greg just happened to be in the, in the battle when that question came up. And I happened to be a judge. Yes. So what ended up happening was... Greg had to argue either that he was better or I was better, but he made the smart move. He argued that I was the better creator. And I have a little bit of sound oh, no. footage from that very contest. I just oh. want you to hear part of it. You don't have to hear all of it. If you want to hear the whole thing, you will need to go to Tech King Mike on, or sorry, to Saturday Night Fights, Saturday Night Tech Fights on YouTube. But let's go ahead and let's hear some of the things that Greg said, which I think he was very accurate in some of this. Let's go ahead and hear some of this. Travis MCP or Greg's Gadgets? Are you kidding me? Have you ever seen a Travis MCP video? It is one of the most entertaining, he is one of the most entertaining creators I have ever seen. This guy just exudes personality whenever he's on screen. Also, he makes a lot of good points. He's been right about, if you go back and look at his channel and all the points he's made this year and last year on things about how Apple should make cheaper iPhones and stuff like that. Travis and how Samsung is dropping the ball by making more expensive iPhones. Travis has been right a surprising amount of times. Also, Greg's gadgets is boring. He has the most boring content. It's too long. He drolls on. He uh, kind of, you know, he has that annoying voice that everyone just can't stand. And, you know, when you go into the gadget cast where you can actually see Greg and Travis interact with each other, there are so many more canceled Gregs than there are canceled Travis. Yes, that, that, that's, just, that's just one part of the incredible fight last night, the tech fight where he had to argue in my defense that I was the better of the two creators. I think y'all going to need to go to the Saturday Night Tech Fights to hear the whole thing. What do you think? Was Greg right? Finally, has he finally got something right? I think that uh, footage was doctored. I don't remember participating in any sort of tech fight, and you know, you know, there might, you know, there's the there's a technology called deep fakes out there, and I think I might have just been one a victim, a victim of the deep fake. Uh, so you know, we're gonna need someone to analyze that. We're gonna send that to Elon Musk and Tim Cook and Jeff Bezos. They're going to verify if that was really me. So I think we're going to, you know, I'll email Tim Cook. I'll email Jeff Bezos and I will DM Elon Musk. I think that's where he prefers to be contacted. And we'll wait for them to publish the results, you know, independent study. We'll wait for their official word uh, to find out that footage was doctored.
pretty sure we know uh, it was 100% accurate, ladies and gentlemen. 100% accurate. Well, you, uh, you know, I, I, I would hate, I would hate to, uh, you know, I really think we need a third party on this. So Willie do, you know, was that, you know, what do you think? Was that me? Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Willie do. I think, I think I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Willie do is, <laughs> Willie do Willie is, do. Willie Coming do, through, is that me? Baby. Willie do, is that me? Yeah. No, There's wait, Willie do said yes. There. No, no, Willie yeah, D already said a yes. Lot of assumptions there. So, so you know, uh, slipped, slipped. Uh, Willie D slipped a little bit, a little bit. But no, uh, Saturday Night Tech Fight again. That was my second time. I will say now I am a two-time reigning champ of the Battle Royale, which is a first. I think I'm the best fighter, and we actually—I should probably say this—we uh, have a big uh, audience who also likes John Prosser, and mm. let me tell you. Your uh, your buddy Greg here, he drew out John Prosser, and there is going to be a Saturday Night Tech fight on August 29th, and he said he'll be there, so I I drew out Prosser. If you see Prosser make a video anytime soon, it was because of me. I got him out of hiding, so you're welcome. You're welcome, folks. I mean, I mean it's true. You got the president to wear a mask, you got Kanye to quit, and it looks like you may have got Jern to come out of hiding. Like, it is, it is crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He, oh, yeah, that's right. Greg did also say he's known for wearing a dress. That actually is something that Greg did say. You'd need to go watch that immediately. That is true. For, for all the nation of the Cancel Greg uh, Nation, Cancel Greg Nation, please, need you to go watch that. Uh, so anyway, that's for the GadgetCast fans. All right, so now for everyone else who just wants to hear some tech stuff, let's talk about some tech stuff. Yes, so I think uh, we should start with this because this is a really hot topic going into this week. Uh, kind of start off the week with the, was this Xbox event. It was kind of like their game showcase. We kind of learned a little bit more about the console early on, and uh, we were kind of waiting for Sony to show off the PlayStation 5, and they were kind of waiting a long time. But when Sony did show off the PlayStation 5, they kind of did it at an event where they were also showing off games. So Xbox announces the console, they give us details, then Sony shows us a game thing, and then at the end of that game showcase, they showed us the PS5. Now, we know a lot about the specs of it, we know a lot about the design, we don't know the price of both of these consoles, so to really talk about this console without knowing the price is kind of a moot point in a way because, uh, let's face it, if if one of these consoles is like $100, cheap, $100 cheaper than the other one, it probably stands a good chance at winning this generation just because a lot of the games are very similar. However, this was a chance for Microsoft to show off what they are doing with their first-party studios for this uh, new Series X. Microsoft supposedly spent a lot of money and they said they were really committed to building up a strong first party studio for exclusive games. An exclusive game is basically a game that really only debuts on that console, gives you a reason to purchase it over the PlayStation, over the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I think all the games will be on PC though, so it's not really kind of competing with PC, it's more complimentary with that. But in terms of the main consoles, the exclusive games here would be a deciding factor. Now, of course, Microsoft comes out and they show their usual games, right? Halo and Forza, which are big titles. I'm not saying like, oh, you shouldn't be excited for the next Halo. You shouldn't be excited for Forza. There are people who will buy the console just for one of, one of those games alone if you're a big enough fan. But I got to say, and, you know, Travis and I were talking about this, and, tra and I know Travis, Travis has a lot of thoughts from a different angle on this, um, but 
I got to say overall, and I joke around on Twitter all the time that PlayStation's better. That's just kind of like my childhood coming through. Uh, but really, I'm, I'm here to find out which is going to be the best system for the games. And I got to say, uh, there was nothing else that really grabbed me from Xbox for their exclusive games. Again, I, you know, after Sony came out with like the, the new Spider-Man game and all these other interesting looking games, I was really expecting like Microsoft to go like, all right, you think that's good? Well, look at this. And it's kind of like Halo's cool, but it's like the same game from 20 years ago. Forza's cool is kind of the same game from however long ago. And I was really hoping to see some sort of new IP, especially, uh, you know, Travis and I have been talking about like PlayStation 4 games recently. And even at the end of the console's lifespan, the PS4 is going to be, you know, replaced in, in a few months here. And at the end of the console lifespan, you have games like the Final Fantasy VII Remake coming out, Last of Us Part Two. Ghost of Tsushima, a lot of really great games where for this generation, I can't think of any really groundbreaking exclusives that Xbox released this year. So what, do you, what did you think overall about this event? I was pretty disappointed, Travis. Um, I mean, I didn't get to watch it live. I got to watch some stuff after the fact, but uh, there were a couple of tiles I thought was kind of interesting. And there's, and there's an overall arching kind of point, I think, to what they did. So first of all, I believe they only showed five of the 15 um, companies that are going to be making games that are first party. So this is just a small slither. Now, let's be clear. Halo is a big seller, so we can we can go past that. Fable is a great game. Uh, Mo Forza is basically the same as Gran Turismo, so those kind of knock each other off. Um, then you see some pretty cool stuff like um, uh, one of the ones that I thought was really interesting was Tell Me Why. That's by the people who do Life is Strange. And that Life is Strange, if you played those, those are amazing games. Uh, Crossfire is looking pretty good. Dragon Quest, if you're into that sort of thing, is pretty dope. Um, Medium. Uh, Medium looked really dope to me. Me uh, yeah. There's a lot. I mean, there's some pretty cool games. Now, the thing about it is is number one the vast majority of the games are going to be on both systems there are some obviously some exclusives um some that are only on playstation some are only on xbox but for the most part all the really 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 big games are on both having said that the one thing that was really compelling about this was that all of those games that they showed were on game pass and to me that's what kicked it over because it wasn't so much like i need to like all of these games for me to want to buy it it shows a a commitment to game pass which is kind of exciting and b like so many games for like $15 a month if you do it monthly or may, many discounts you can get online where it's much less than that. Um, it actually became super exciting for me in that case. Now, I'm probably not going to buy either system only because I just don't have a lot of time. I usually own both systems uh, for every console generation up until this point. I just think that even if you didn't care for those games, the fact that all of those games were going to be on Game Pass should excite you, showing that they are really trying to make this the new Netflix of game streaming and uh, gaming. I, that excites me. It doesn't matter if they get it right first gen. I don't care. The fact that they're going, we're putting lots of money in this. We're going to make sure that it's worth the money. It already, to me, is the worth the money because there's a ton of games on there right now that I missed the first time through, and it's great to be able to play them. So I that actually excited me beyond that. Um and I like Xbox Live in general over PlayStation Network. Having said that, uh, right now, I, I think the exclusives probably do lean a little bit towards PlayStation if they come out when they're supposed to come out and there's no long delays and that sort of thing. You can't really hate on that. They started this last uh, generation. They did a great job establishing some new IPs and some really cool things that people dig. And, of course, they had The Last of Us and all the other things. So they have 
a great place to start off. We have a good kickoff start off point, but there's still a bunch of stuff that uh, that, so, that Microsoft can do this generation. Because you got to remember, going into like this past generation, the Xbox 360 was doing work, was just plain doing work. And then when it came to the PlayStation Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, everything kind of changed. So it, it, I, I believe that it's just the beginning. I just see the potential, much in the same way that I got excited the very first time they Amazon released information about the Echo. It wasn't about what it was. I got hyped on what it could be. And now it is what I imagined it would be. Um, previous, it was just something that would answer one or two questions or whatever, but now it does everything. But I saw that because I could tell like they're up. It wasn't about the hardware updating. It was about the cloud updating. And I just saw the potential and I see that here. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, I was a little hard on you on game pass on Twitter in the, in the private Twitter conversation, but you're, you're right. It is probably a pretty good deal if you're getting all those games and you said you corrected me kind of like if you're getting any of these things and you want to play online, uh, it's a $10 a month subscription or $5, whatever. But then like game pass, you bundle it together and it's what, like $15 a month. If you bundle it together, I, I'm, uh, if 10, you, 15? if you play, if you pay for it monthly, but I, there are so many deals out there to get it for less than that, that it's like, it, you should almost never do that. Like there's, you should not yeah, ever have I, to I know do what that. you mean. But you like can, every, you can. There's like, there, yeah. I, I don't know how anyone pays. Like I, I have PlayStation plus, which is like the equivalent, almost like the equivalent of Xbox live. And mm -hmm. it is like at least like four times a year. There's like, Hey, PlayStation plus is $40. You buy these in like yearly yeah. memberships. Usually it's like, it's $40, yeah. it's $40. And mm -hmm. every time it's $40, I'm like, pick it up. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I don't want to pay. I yep. want to pay the full price. Um, yep. But yeah, that game pass could be a really uh, enticing thing to get people over to Xbox. If they really discover that value there. Now, the thing that scares me about game pass a little bit is I feel like this is a, this is a strategy you make when you are in second place. If you're in first place, you're enjoying the the fruits of all those sales. You kind of have people where you want them. You're going to keep the, you know, model that makes you the more money. So, and I, and I found that out to be kind of true last generation when it was PS3 versus 360. When when PlayStation 3 came out with its network subscription to play online, they were the ones who were like, and besides playing online, you also get two free games every month. And that was called PlayStation Plus. You would get free games and they were giving away some like really nice titles. It was like, it was almost like a too good to be true kind of deal when PlayStation Plus came out. Uh, it's kind of scaled back since then, since they've had success. The titles sometimes aren't as impressive, but overall it's still a really great service. But that's when they were kind of in that second, uh, you know, they were kind of playing second fiddle to 360. Now with this generation, Xbox One is in that second place. Clearly the PS4 outsells it about two to one. And they came up with this Game Pass thing kind of later in the generation. It wasn't something they launched with. It was something that kind of happened mid-cycle here. And it is a good sales strategy. You get people subscribing to that service. Uh, and it is a good, it sounds like a good value. Uh, but it's also a nice little lock-in. Because once you stop mm -hmm. paying for this service, you kind of lose all the games that you kind of got for free. So it's a nice way mm -hmm. to kind of keep you on Xbox. The thing I worry about, the thing I worry about for this, and who knows if this happens, this is just what, what usually happens when you become kind of dominant in a space. Um, you entice people with this $15 strategy. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays off. It's going to be, no matter what, this is going to be a very interesting fight where I kind of think the PS4 and Xbox One generation was decided very early on that get a PS4 kind of thing. 
if Xbox becomes dominant this generation, the thing that would concern me about Game Pass, and I'm just kind of trying to play devil's advocate, is uh, now they have you. And they could raise that price to something a little bit more substantial, like $20 a month or $25 a month to where then it's like, mm, okay, how good of a deal is it? And how much more money can they make off of me? It's kind of like the Netflix thing. Um, Netflix has been like raising their prices at a pretty constant basis now. The new the new services always launch really cheap. Disney Plus is like six ninety nine. Uh, Apple TV they gave it for free, but it's like five bucks. Netflix mm -hmm. is getting up there. If you pay for like the four K plan, is getting like fifteen sixteen dollars a month ratio. Where before mm -hmm. it was like ten dollars for that premium plan. They're kind of slowly inching up the price. So. That's something I would be wary of with Xbox. Again, this is hypothetical. Who knows what they do? Who knows what the future of all this stuff is? But that that is a downfall for that kind of subscription service that I see is that you really technically don't own the games. You know, you, you know, the minute that subscription ends, it's kind of, eh. Yeah, and, and much like Netflix and the others, uh, games come and games go. Uh, I believe that the first party stuff will just stay there. I mean, there's no reason not for it yes. not to. But yeah, some game, the other games come in for a couple months and then leave. But I think that's a good thing. I mean, obviously, after you've done playing a game, you probably want to play something else. And also, it encourages you to buy the game fully and you usually get a discount. I, I, I like the idea of streaming gaming in the future. Um, yeah. That way, you don't have to worry about the hardware as much. Uh, of course, you have to figure out a, a pricing structure that makes sense. Uh, like a, a subscription makes sense, but it doesn't necessarily make sense for the publishers. Um, but you know, uh, buying a $60 game and paying it for, for 15, 20 hours, I don't see how that can be, how that can continue. I mean, it's just, it's too much for too little. I mean, it, it's been a business model that's been here for quite a while though. I mean, even if you go back in time, there were, there were times where, uh, going back and, and if you count for inflation, these games would be cost even more but there would be like 70 dollars games back in the day and if you adjust that for inflation i'm sure that'd be like at least a hundred dollars a title so i don't mm. i don't know there's also talk if if uh game prices are going to increase this year we have some studios saying conflicting things i think ubisoft said they want to keep it at 60 but i've, I've seen some rumblings that it, we might go to 70 dollars games this generation mm. no, uh, game you. development to to develop these modern triple a game titles uh it is very expensive the technology th is that the that the technologies that they are putting into these games is really astounding. The development times just get even longer. They have to hire even more talent every year to really pump out these groundbreaking games. And it's an expensive thing. Um, but the game industry does make a lot of money. So it'll, it'll, I wonder what the pricing structure will be going forward. That is a good point. We might come to a point where people are just so used to the subscription model that they don't want to buy single, you know, single titles anymore. So, but uh, going back to game streaming, that's that's a technology that, again, if it worked perfectly, I guess that would be like something to solve. Man, I just don't know how you do it. it. It really just looks unobtainable at this point. Obviously, technology advances. What what seemed impossible one day quickly becomes reality one day. At this point, though, when you talk about any game streaming service that's starting today, the latency just isn't there. And if you're playing games, I know at least for me. I can't deal with that latency. It throws me off so much, especially if you're like playing like um, an online game where every like, you know, what I mean, like every little bit matters, especially if you're like trying to play, even if you're like even a little bit competitive, it will throw you off. And the Internet situation uh, here 
and and from abroad uh it's just not ready to kind of handle that i mean i'm i'm fortunate to live in an area with really good internet but that is not the case for a lot of people and i i just cannot see this happening in the next 5 years but again technology advances quickly so maybe 5g will save us i don't know mm. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm hope. I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm I'm a believer in technology, and and it always advances and stuff like that. So, I think. Speaking of technology advancing, uh, what used to be a lost battle between AMD and Intel, uh, in Intel's favor, has quickly shifted. I actually was watching an Austin uh, Evans video just uh, I think yesterday or whatever, and he was even talking about like how AMD is just so legit now and. Anything, anyone who knows anything about what's been going on the last couple of years of AMD, uh, AMD used to be the budget kind of processor you would get when you couldn't afford an Intel. It was like, that's how, that's what you would buy an AMD for. Now it's almost like the preference. I mean, I have an AMD on this, in this desktop that I'm using and it, I, I'm really enjoying the the performance. And they just continually seem to, to take it to the next level and still keep that price at a decent level. Uh, Intel, and of course now they're also going to continue to be the processors for the upcoming game systems, which is more sales for them. They seem to be on a heck of a streak here, and I think we talked a little bit about it before, but it is just something you have to marvel at. Uh, at a company that had been in second place for the longest time, like almost solidified second place, like you're never going anywhere second place, to I don't even know what to say. It actually makes you think, and if you realize, like that's actually how a lot of things happen. There's always a disruptor. For example, MySpace used to be the thing. And Facebook was kind of like this jokey secondary thing. Now you don't even know where MySpace is anymore. And then there's Facebook. And then Instagram was there. And then Snapchat kind of pushed it out of the way. And then, uh, you know, now it's uh, TikTok. So there's always like a disruptor to come. Uh, and if you're not paying attention and really thinking through what's going on in your industry and continuing to try to evolve, then you will always be in that position and maybe even less. AMD, I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what they, I think they changed leadership, right? Is that one of the things that has happened recently? Uh, yeah, that was that was a few years back, but uh, I think a lot of this is attributed to, uh, they, they have like some good chip engineers that they hired, but uh, the CEO is Dr. Lisa Sue, and whatever sort of leadership she, uh, she's doing, I mean, she's, She's doing a phenomenal job. That is mm. one uh, kick-ass CEO, if I've ever seen one. Com I think completely turned uh, AMD's fortunes around. Yeah, the only other CEO that of recent nature that I can think of that did that was uh, John Laguerre from T-Mobile, because mm. T-Mobile was a joke when he got there. And they left to the point where, at one point, Sprint was going to buy T-Mobile. And by the time he left, T-Mobile bought Sprint, which is kind of crazy. So, uh, yeah, it is possible for great leadership to take something that's seemingly always going to be the also ran and make them the primary kind of winner in a situation. It's very interesting because a lot of times you just think that fundamentally a company can never overcome that. But really, if they have the right leadership and the determination to spend the money where it needs to be spent rather than just spending money for the sake of spending money, pretty much anything's possible. It's an open kind of situation right now. It's happened time and time and time again. I mean, look at Apple computers. That was the joke of like, that was the joke. Mm. It's like, oh my God, people still use Apple computers. Then Steve Jobs came back and like hit after hit after hit after hit. And they're like top company or, you know, I, I'm not sure about the revenues now, but yeah, pretty much top earning company in the world. And it yeah, is insane and to think about that. 
when Amazon first started, it was a joke for the first several years because it never made any money. The first several years made like zero money, yeah. zero dollars. And it was frequently joked upon. Matter of fact, I saw, this is something I can kind of say now because it's like 15 years ago or 20 years ago. Uh, I had worked at a video production house at one point and I was running off um, duplicate tapes for Microsoft. And it was for one of their like parties or something. And they had a really cool like edited video um that they were, um, I, guess, I don't know if it was for, I don't know exactly what it was for, but it was edited, it was produced, it was really nice. Um, and in it, they had a fake news report um, with like one of the actual news reporters at the time making a joke that Amazon would make their first profit like 15 years in ahead. Like it was a joke. It was like in 15 years, Amazon finally will make their first profit. And now Amazon, I can't live without it. I mean, it, it was a, it was just a book, um, you know, book selling website back then. And now it's like, I get my groceries from there now. Um, everything I've bought in the last couple of months, it's all from Amazon. So, it, you know, once upon a time, it, it, it's someone else. And then it just to take a little bit of extra time. And, and now it's it's something that you would never be able to live without. And that can happen in an instant. It can happen, start happening today. It's funny that you mentioned that it was like a Microsoft thing because Microsoft, in a way, is kind of chasing Amazon in the cloud front because AWS is so yeah. dominant. And they're trying to get their Azure stuff uh, ready, <laughs> kind of to compete against that. And they're they're both of these companies are constantly competing for contracts. But AWS is a powerhouse mm. on the web. When AWS goes down, like so many websites are just inaccessible because yep. Amazon dominates that space too. But going back to Intel and stuff, man, I I don't know what happened. I guess it's just like you said, right? It's the common story of like you're on top. Everyone's buying Intel processors. Everyone's laughing at your competitor. The, the competitor is almost only there to make sure that you don't have a monopoly at this point. And I guess you just get lazy. You, it's just that mm. constant story that you hear time and time again. You know, train like you're in second place. Never train like you're in first place. Train like you're in second place. You know, classic Rocky movie. Rocky's all like, I'm the best. I'm the champion. Oh, you gotta you gotta train harder. Nah, I'm good. And then Clubber Lang just comes in and beats <laughs> him up. So that's what basically happened to Intel here, it looks like, because they are still facing delays. This is this is what the story is really all about. They have to delay their seven nanometer chips again. And they're delaying it till 2022. This is one mm. of the reasons why Apple switched away from Intel to their own chips. At one point, Intel was saying that these seven nanometer chips were supposed to come way earlier and i believe that's why we saw a lot of these really thin and light macbooks coming out of apple because they thought that intel was going to have these lower powered chips more efficient chips ready to go at a sooner pace and they are still to this day delaying those same chips that they basically promised apple and i believe that apple is like already getting ready to do five nanometer kind of a series chips you know like they're like they're not even ready with their seven nanometer process and they're like leapfrogging them on another front now, I know Renee kind of talks about this sometimes, and he says, like, you kind of have to look a little bit more at the specs of, like, well, Intel 7 nanometer is equivalent to whatever ARM 5, whatever. I don't know. It's a little, it's a little above my head, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, Renee's, Renee's smart. Um, but the, the main story I have to take away here is Intel's delaying again. AMD is coming out with just amazing. They just came out with more processors that, again, uh, you put them against an Intel chip, they are not only cheaper than the Intel chips, they outperform them. So when you're really looking to build a computer, again, Travis talked about this before, AMD was the joke. I remember watching, you know, Linus Tech Tips. I remember watching Jay's Two Cents. 
And every time they do an AMD video, they would put like the flames and stuff like that. Like, oh my God, it runs hot. Don't get this, blah, blah, blah. It was a joke. And now they're at a point where it's like, AMD is here. This is like, this is what you buy. You get AMD, forget Intel. So I don't know. In it, like I was looking at like uh, the Intel stock. It went down a whole ton from this announcement. Mm. AMD went up. Like Intel went down twenty percent. AMD went up twenty percent. That's all you have wow. to know. That's all you have to know about this uh, announcement from Intel that they're delaying it. People are seeing the writing on the wall, and they're trying to get out of it. I even heard. I even heard that the uh, Intel was talking that. Maybe it's time to stop making their own chips and let a third party manufacture them and just slap their name on it. Let someone else do it for them. They weren't committed to doing that, but they said they said it's a possibility. And to even consider that, to even consider that for what is, you know, Intel is a juggernaut with process. That is insane. That is insane thinking. Yeah, if uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens once Apple Silicon starts to really roll oh. out for desktop and laptop um, applications, because then they almost become like a third contender, um, but in their own space, because obviously they're only going to do it for their own um, uh, devices, unless they decide that that part of the business makes sense to expand out. Now, I don't think they will. However, this Apple is doing things that the, the older Apple that we know has not done. So let's be open-minded and consider <clears throat> if the A-series of chip comes out and does do as much work as we think it will. You know what I could see Apple doing? And I, I, I don't think that they'll ever sell their A-series chips just based on how the company is now. Companies change. Uh, maybe new leadership might do this one, like Tim Cook's gone. You know, CEOs don't last forever. Sometimes they retire mm. and stuff like that. Um, uh, but at least right now, I don't see them doing it. They seem to be pretty entwined with their hardware and stuff they you know they know what kind that integration really works for them and makes them more money but i wouldn't leave out the possibility of maybe apple jumping into these cloud you know we're talking about uh, aws and azure that's a lot of money that's a lot of money as everything starts moving to cloud and if they can make their own uh processors for servers that outperform all these other ones and are lower power consumption um, yeah, that could be a huge business for them, for Apple, for someone who loves, uh, these services and stuff now, uh, why not offer a service with your fantastic chips that, uh, yeah, <laughs> I could see that I could see them making their own servers and maybe they want to just make their own servers for themselves, right? Like Apple has a lot of cloud stuff now, maybe, maybe even if they don't sell it to other people or let other people rent it. Maybe they just do that all in-house to make an even better experience for their own services like Siri, like uh, Apple TV, Apple Music, all the all their cloud initiatives. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I, you know, I'm looking forward to the future of that. Definitely uh, an exciting time to be in technology, even though things have been so weird in the world this past year. Uh, technology continues to push on. We will soon see the unveiling of the Galaxy Note 20, which we talked about last week. I mean, we, more of an unveiling. I mean, the thing is leaked all over the place. It's like, <laughs> it's like someone tried to put water in a sieve and like, here, here, everybody. And then it's all water's coming out of the bottom. But uh, we'll see for sure all the cool things. Um, I saw that um, Jimmy's promo released a video a little bit more about uh, the software. I think it was the, the S Pen does some other things. But again, fold two or, or go home. I don't, you know, at this point, fold two or go home. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm not excited about the note at all. But fold two. Every time I see it, I think I think uh, some like actual leaks of it came out, like very blurry photo of it. But uh, it hey, the renders are pretty much real. It looks like that, and that is gonna be one heck of a phone if there's no issues with it. Which I don't think there really will be any major issues with it based on uh, some of the more recent stuff they've been putting out. So. Fold two, I'm I'm in for it. I really hope the price is below two thousand dollars though. Uh, but oh. even at two thousand, I think it's a buy for me. Please don't be more than two thousand. <laughs> please, don't, <laughs> please, 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 please don't please. do that. But, you know my wallet. I got this. Uh, you know this uh, Sony camera is supposed to be coming out on Tuesday. The uh, AS73. Uh, that's basically all. Conf- I mean, they confirmed that they say that in the live stream. I'm looking forward to that camera like so much. And that sounds like it's going to be $3,000 plus dollar investment for me. So, Bruh. you know, uh, P- uh, and and also uh, we heard some rumors. I don't know how, how trustworthy they are. I got to be honest. There's a lot of people in this Apple community now who are leaking ever since John Prosser. It seems like people are trying to make their name out there doing these leaks. And I got to say, you know, there, I have nothing against any of these new leakers or anything like that. But uh, they they need to have their track record proven first. Uh, You know, um, there's a lot of leaks, but it's all stuff in the future that I can't verify. And someone who, you know, reporters, leakers, whatever you want to call them, they're only as good as their record. So people can say whatever they want. Uh, And there's a lot there's a lot of accounts right now. It's really hard to follow, honestly. But there seems to be some sort of rumblings that there's going to be a new iMac coming out this week. Um. There seems yeah, we, to, yeah, I heard about that. And then the more sketchy thing, the iMac seems pretty good. There's like a reputable uh, Love to Dream is his name. He's pretty accurate. He said like new product, new products are ready to ship, plural. And then uh, I think he, I think he's like leaning towards iMac. But I saw from a sketchier source that it was like Monday iMac. I think it was Tuesday. Either it was Tuesday was either the Apple headphones or the HomePod. And then Wednesday, again, Apple headphones or HomePod or HomePod mini. So Mm. we'll see if that's true. Again, um, that's a big grain of salt for me. I'm just got to be honest with you. Uh, That seems way too accurate for someone who just popped up. But if they're right, I will come on the next GadgetCast and go, hey, they were right. Uh, Yeah, I think Podistic has it. iMac tomorrow, AirPod Studio Tuesday, HomePod mini Wednesday. So you heard it here on GadgetCast. If that is true, you know, John Prosser, if you're watching and, you know, want to descend from the heavens and let us know, uh, <laughs> that would be a little bit more comforting for me. But uh, we'll see that. that Hey, but if that's true, it's going to be a jam packed week next week. I really want to see those Apple headphones. I want to see what those are. Uh, we talk a lot about the Soundcore Q10s, which are like $40 mm-hmm. pair of headphones. You can get them cheaper, like 35 bucks. And they are so good for the price point. Um, I really want to see what Apple can do with premium headphones. It'll be the first time they're making headphones. Um, AirPods Pro have a lot of praise out there. Uh, Jeff from El Jefe Reviews likes them a lot. Uh, so I really want to see what these headphones do and what they sound like. And I just got to say it, Jeff, if you're in the chat, uh, you better be, you got to be reviewing those headphones day one. If not, mm-hmm. you come, you come talk. If if the price is too much, <laughs> you come talk to me. We're, we we got to work something out. We got to get Jeff 
uh, those headphones day one because 100%. I need to hear his take. I need to know if they're good. I won't know if they're good. Jeff will know if they're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg will actually listen to them and still not know if they're good. Uh, are these but, good? But Jeff I don't know. Are these good? Yeah, are these good? I can't tell. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, anything else we need to go over? I know we, we talked before the show. We were like, well, we have some things, but I mean, what else we got? Do we have anything else? We, uh, you know, we said it all. We said it all. We, we feel said like we it said all. It. <laughs> Willie, <laughs> Willie, do. Willie, do. We, we thought about giving you the week off, but, you know, I, I, I just had to bring you back in for this show. And Willie, do. Do you think that we covered it all? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Willie, do. Thank you, Willie. Appreciate it. We pay him good money for that. That was a million dollar. Oh yeah, Willie, do would you like mm. another million? Yeah, there's of another course. million. How about another million, Willie? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, well, Willie, uh, the checks in the mail. Yeah, there's a lot of assumptions there. Yeah, yeah. you're right about that, buddy. That is true. That right is true. That. Willie, what are you gonna do? Willie, what are you gonna do with all your millions <laughs> now that you are a really rich and successful man? Space travel. All right. You heard it, Travis. He's doing space travel. Well, it makes sense to me. That's what I would do. Mm. He's going to be, Willie mm. Do's going to be the first man on Mars. Willie Do, when you're in Mars, how do you think you're going to watch Gadget Cast on Mars? Well, watch it in the shower. There we go. The man the himself, Willie Do, uh, just in the shower, enjoying, you know. I listen to stuff. Travis knows this pretty well about me. It's it's a little disturbing, actually. Uh, I listen to a lot of stuff in the shower. I got dedicated shower earbuds and a dedicated shower <laughs> speaker. So, uh, you know, I I listen to... Do you guys listen to GadgetCast in the shower? Let us know. Email, voicemail, Twitter. Shower gang. Shower gang, baby. Hashtag, shower gang. Let's hear it. Hashtag shower gang. Is there anyone out there? I think it's time oh, for the hashtag shower gang. wait a minute. I could not end this show. I am sorry. Something mm -hmm. just popped into my mind, and I need to. I wanted to talk about this on GadgetCast, and I forgot. We cannot end the show. There is more Willie Do. There is more Willie Do. And Willie Do, you should be very interested in this story. Aliens are real. <laughs> oh, Lord. We don't Aliens know are that. Real. The, there's a New York Times article that came out, and there's a guy there saying that they retrieved off world vehicles. And that the Pentagon's going to start opening up more stuff here. So I don't know. If aliens are real, I feel like I'm out of a job because the technology that aliens have are better. How am I going to review alien technology? They're going to come down here with the Glarg Phone 6 and I'm going to be <laughs> like, whoa, this is so advanced. And they're going to be like... I'm going to need someone to make the Glarg Phone 6 and tweet it to us uh, this week. Thank you very Send much. Send us your best Appreciate concept of the Glarg Phone 6. <laughs> uh, I, I do believe there's an absolute possibility that there are aliens because why would we think otherwise? There's like the space is infinite. We can't even imagine how f big it is. There's no reason to not think there isn't. I mean, I, it, it, you know, I, I just feel I, like there could be. I was against aliens. I was like, you guys are delusional. We're the smartest things ever. And what do you think? There's other things here. They'd be here already. Get out of here. And then this story came out, and now I'm questioning everything. I was anti-alien, but now I am. I think I'm 100%. There's aliens, so I've, I've turned mm. pretty quickly. I, I I believe that it's totally possible. Would not surprise me. Uh, 
We'll have to wait and see, I guess, as more stuff becomes allegedly, dis- un, un, you know, un, unqualified or whatever, unclassified. Yes. Well, what a way to end the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as again, Greg, don't forget, I don't have any audio to, to I got do you, this buddy. to. All right. So, as always, he's Greg. I'm Travis. This is GadgetCast. Oh, yeah. You can check us out. And there's, and that he's Willie Do. Don't forget about Willie Do. We'll see you next week. Peace and love. Uh, uh. Right. Yeah, space travel.